so there are chakras even below muladhara right uh, and chakras above sahasra are also there seven chakras above and seven chakras below the muladhara are also directly influencing you know the system auric system i didn't know the seven above and seven ಮಣಿಪುರಿಸಿಕಲ್ So what we call dhokas are basically the energy centers above and below. You know, they, they say that, uh, um, like you said, Atala, Vitala. Right, right. So they, they were also, they are also referred as lokas or something. Ah, uh-huh. uh, okay. They're all different worlds all together. But they all, that, connect, that basically they are connected with energies. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm. So each chakra has its own uh, characteristic features. uh like the lower chakras you know the lower in the sense from muladhara downwards their qualities are different there how they behave it's you can say it's like your unconscious mind mm-hmm. where are, there are so many instincts which are uh, you know uh, very dormant mm-hmm. which are not active which may not be even useful or used uh, in the current life you never know mm-hmm. but sometimes something can pop up it's all automatic automated system you know <laughs> you don't know even what is happening our awareness is not that deep we use the scientists say we use only 3% of the brain right mm-hmm. and even the higher uh, centers how we are connected with the universe with every single cell of the existence so but uh, to know this uh, you have to start somewhere right you know that uh, starting point is this body and mind this body mind complex it starts start from where you are if you, if you are in search of yourself right if you want to know yourself if you know yourself you know the entire universe the entire existence and everything in it because it's the same you are part of the uh, sri ramakrishna paramahamsa used to tell one example when you boil rice if you want to see if the whole rice is cooked you don't have to see every each single rice you just check one and you know it's all cooked so same way once you know this you know the microcosm you know the macrocosm also mm. so we are we are starting from where we are what what we know about our, what is tangible to us at this point so how we perceive things is through our five sense organs right. anything in this universe how we experience is through the five sense organs right mm. uh we see with the eyes listen with the ears smell with the nose then taste with the tongue touch with the skin these are the five ways of knowing vedam vedam is knowing some vedanam you know the sensation uh, is is the five pathways for knowing when they are turned outwards we perceive things outside of us when we turn them inwards you get to know what is within mm. so this is an inward journey spiritual journey is an inward journey these are all terms you know for us to understand they are all very relative terms but uh, at this stage i think to just normal conventional purpose we use the language like this uh, when you close your eyes you know the world is 
So these five sense organs have their own limitations. The frequency which we can see through the naked eyes, the frequencies which we can hear with the you know normal human ear, there's a limitation to it. Certain frequencies beyond on either side we, we don't hear. Mm. According to physics, between uh, 20 hertz and 20,000 hertz, that's the audible frequency. Anything beyond that we don't hear. And there are so many ways, waves, ultra radiations and all x-rays, right? We can't see the naked eyes. Uh, same way limitations for all the five sensors, for the smell, for the touch, everything. That means we are not perceiving the whole existence in its totality. We are knowing it, we are seeing it, we are understanding it in a very limited way, confined to the human perception, normal human perception. But uh, our rishis and all have found, you know, how to go deeper, transcending the limitations of the sense organs. Basically, when you relax the body and mind, our faculties become hypersensitive. So any any practice that is most important you know, to relax and let go of yourself, you know, that is the path. Uh, that is the what they call as surrender and all. Mm. Uh, when you have that little eye, okay, I'm doing and you know, that kind of thing, then you are farther away from what you want to perceive. As long as that is not there, it's so easy. The path is so, you know, open. It's right there. It's not, there is no path and there is nowhere to go, actually. It is all right there within at this moment. Uh, we are just not able to perceive it because of all this, you know, the water is not still. Mm. And a lot of agitations uh, happening. So the first step is to calm it down, mm. relax it, and uh, when the water is still, when the mind is still, you can see deep within. Uh, so that's why the path seems it's not easy. It's easy to say, you know, relax. But uh, when we really observe, you understand what are things are happening. So many things are happening involuntarily in the body, right? Body and mind. Mm-hmm. With the mind, the thoughts, how they arise, how they pass, if you observe, there, nothing is in our uh, conscious control, you can say, you know, they are all happening. If you close your eyes only, you'll even realize that. Otherwise, we think, I am thinking, I am planning something. I think it's all happening by itself. It's all programmed, right? Uh, so, so is it happening? Is it happening? Is it all automated? Do, do we have any personal interjection that we can change the course you think see change the course in the sense you observe nature you observe the universe how it functions how the planets move around the sun mm-hmm. you know the earth is moving around the sun mm-hmm. it's all programmed automated mm-hmm. and uh, you don't want to change you just understand the nature of the universe how it functions and then mm-hmm. you know you know it you right. know the truth you know the reality same way first First step is to understand what is happening. You don't even know what is happening, how it is happening. Then how, how are you going to be, you know, a master of it? Mm-hmm. So to understand, uh, because this is about uh, oneself. If we have some you know, physical illness, you can go to a doctor and maybe the doctor can do a surgery for us. But it is about the inside. Mm-hmm. Now we have to do it for ourselves. Yeah, and Vipassana Goenkaji says this example, right? Uh, it's an in, in, internal cleansing, internal purification that has to happen. That only we can do it for ourselves. Otherwise, cannot 
they can probably you know those who have already experienced those who have already known they can probably show the path okay this is how you can do it and this is how i i have done it maybe a different method might work better for you you never know but a uh, you know a guru who is experienced will probably able to guide better you will he will understand you know what might work better for each person that's that's the whole purpose of having a guru in actuality the guru is within oneself is not outside of us not anywhere else you know you don't go in search of a guru you go in search of the guru ஒரு <laughs> <laughs> then you theorize it oh you are supposed to surrender so you just saying i'm surrendering i'm surrendering but nothing is happening that's right yeah but uh, this is this is a very nice way to relate to it just okay. relax and let go and when you relax that i what you mentioned is the i is not strong but when the i is strong you cannot relax mm. so probably that's an indication when we are, when we are not relaxed that means our i is strong and we can totally relax then maybe relax from that i okay Wow, this is just <laughs> I like that. So I have I have been doing or I've been introduced to yoga nidra for a long time. But it's a practice, you know, it comes and it goes, you know, sometimes you're really excited about it. So lately I uh, uh last week or so I picked it up again whether I do a short one, a guided one or just on my own. So I was uh, I picked up because it was the shortest I, I didn't have too much time that day. So so in the process he will he'll say once you've finished relaxing your body part by part then he says surrender your body to the floor so you literally feel like you have nothing left to in your body anymore to hold or like you know it just goes and then uh, I'm not a master of yoga nidra yet so I kind of go in and out of sleep pretty much you know you're supposed to stay conscious that's the sankalpa but you know it, it's still i think your body is so tired of holding so tight just i think uh, i after a while i can't hear what he's saying i fall asleep and i don't know how many seconds minutes so then my body is awake enough my body is still surrendered to the ground it's so like gone but your mind opens up to hear what he's saying because that's where so it's very interesting experience so uh, just being able to relate the surrender to what you're saying relaxing the body my god so many good things that are available why is it that determination to actually do them which are so good for you it just the determination just goes away so many new things come then you run after that you chase after mm-hmm. can't we just have like one simple practice and then the whole day just goes like in such a good fashion my my well, issue is determination is, uh, one of the faculties needed for enlightenment uh, mm-hmm. so you will hear a lot of vipassana patmaji <laughs> <laughs> Mohakshat Swam, right? <laughs> yeah, I had done Mahasati Patana also. Uh, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah. I did the Sati Patana, the one next to the 10. I mean, like, it's it's also a 10-day. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the way it was in North Fork. And also, when you mentioned Goenkaji, I was just thinking, remembering, he always says, uh, 
stay within the framework of your body. ஃப்ரீக்வன்சிஸ் Wow. they have become grosser you know so that it is more tangible for our sense organs uh, when they become subtler they become the energy we call chakras aura all those things even subtler you know like the thought forms all these different layers are all part of us they are not separate from from us when we talk about them don't think we are talking about something Mm-hmm. you know they are different from us they are like different parts of the body we say hand we say legs but they are not separate we just named them just mm-hmm. for the sake of understanding their functions same way all these chakras are you know part of one and the same uh, the human body mind complex mm-hmm. it's a, it's very that's another thing you used um the body is a grosser form of the mind it's a Wow, that's a nice uh, thing to think yeah. Yeah, because that's tangible. That's yes. just otherwise the mind is become separated from the body and you feel as if uh, you have to you have to you know work without the body or without the mind it kind of but this is like okay you're just going from it's a very good example you gave to yeah. from solidified water to the fluid water. Yeah, okay. So all these chakras have different functions. you know physiological functions psychological functions is important to understand them when we start to explore you know you know where you are going you have the mm-hmm. gps you know you can be confident and you can trace the path mm-hmm. so we'll look at it uh, slowly and gradually mm-hmm. day, you know day by day when we meet uh, what you can do is you can just whenever any time of the day you can practice this sequence of uh, exercises we did mm-hmm. from the top of the head, head till tips of the toes you can do it from sitting position or standing position also just uh, sit and uh, sit in meditation for a few minutes to how much ever you want you know there is no mm. and then so i think uh, you know this uh, sessions it's a journey together and you know we don't know where it takes mm-hmm. uh it nothing was planned whatever came i was just talking and sharing we were doing some things together thank thank this you very much it was amazing uh, i think it's just so organic first of all the fact that we all got together 